Hey everybody, welcome to the Modders Inc. podcast, the Modcast number 37. Uh, we are here to talk to you about computer modding, we're here to talk to you about hardware, we're here to talk to you about how to um, pull a little CYA with your business and uh, understand how to do professional modding work, if you will, things that you can, uh, things that you can do. We're going to cover a lot of different topics today and uh, Hopefully you got your running shoes on, you're ready to go. But today in the modcast, we've got oh, let's see here. Who all there's? Oh, uh, we've got a set of odd. No, that's when. I'm sorry. <laughs> when he says he's going to be moving in and out of frame for the next 20 yeah. minutes or so. So he does exist. Yes, there's when the the ever elusive when. And you got Ron up north in Canada, who has silenced himself. Yep. My, I'm typing. My keyboard was clacking. Nothing to say. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, there you got Dwayne. Peace. Right over there. DC, yeah. 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 What is the live link to the uh, podcast, by the way? Or is that just... We're live. That means we're live. There's a live icon on top. Yeah. Yes. But what is the link? What is the link to it for the public? Oh, I think you go to our YouTube channel. Oh, man, you have to ask these technical questions. <laughs> if people are already watching this, they know where the podcast is, though. Well, yeah. Or we could send it out to people or put it out on Twitter. Oh, I'm sorry, Joe. Joe, are you there? I'm here. Jerry. With my super glue. <laughs> Crazy glue. Yay. Yes. Joe's favorite material. I like acrylic. He likes My crazy favorite material glue. is thermite, but you get in trouble for that. This is true, yeah. You tend to get on uh, investigation lists and stuff like that. But and it's better than building a clock. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, now it's getting political. Oh, no. <laughs> Yay. Is there... Okay, all right, all right, all right. I have to go there because you've already broached the subject. Is there anybody else who looked at that and laughed at the... The construction effort of the clock. So I can only put it this way: it's beyond jerry-rigged together. There's a goldfish at Walmart that swims into the side of the tank all day long. He's he's, he's not all there, and I feel sorry for the goldfish, and I want to buy him and name him Blinky, but he doesn't swim like in the middle of the tank. He just swims like at the corners. That goldfish had more mental capacity than the effort put into that clock. Okay, I'm gonna fight all of you over the internet. I say that kid was exhibiting a microcosm of what we do with our modding because he took the guts, repurposed them. I mean, 95% of the U.S. population is never going to open up an appliance in the first place, so he's already had in that regard. I think so. the issue was he claimed he built the clock, and then you look See, and it's like... that's the thing. He's PCBs. a 14-year-old. Yeah, he's a 14-year-old kid, so that's kind of excusable. We I were remember. all stupid douches at 14, yeah. and if you, <laughs> so, I mean... I remember, yeah, if you remember being 14... Yeah, well, it's like fourteen-year-old me. Uh, oh, I saw a boob on the internet. I'm immortal. I'm gonna build a clock that looks like a bomb. There's a variance. Is it, yeah. I did not follow those three points. Anyways, Craig, our moderator, we should steer this shit show back on to, on track. I think. Yeah, I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna. We're gonna move a little bit more to the left here, and uh, let's uh, let's talk about let's let's talk about Here's what we're Michael. about. Did you introduce Michael? What? My, I, I did. did. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Uh, I need no introduction. I'm so, I'm okay. so notorious. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll shut up then. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's uh, let's talk about a mod that's on our uh, website right now. Uh, it's a Tristellar Whetstone mod. Um, it's a uh, it's one of the, the those great Tristellar cases that that kind of triangular looking thing looks like a, almost like a uh, a viper from Battlestar Galactica. That's what I equate it to. I really want to get one of those and make a viper out of it. I think it's just like prime for it. Like an Imperial cruiser. Yeah, or an Imperial cruiser. Yep. But uh, our forms. I just happened to be down at more. <laughs> yeah, the forms are down, so I can't. Getting too much traffic. Uh, look at that. Not to, to visit too much right now. Please, oh, everyone watching this podcast, stop visiting our website. It's ruining us. Oh boy. All right. Well, um, we'll come back to that one here in a minute. Let's talk about the uh, thermal take uh, case modding competition, the Invitational uh, Season Two that's out right now. Uh, there's been some interesting developments over the last couple of days. I know that. Uh, uh, Boddicker just put out some extensive pictures about his case within a case, his case suspended within a case so type of concept. Shocks. Yeah, yeah I, thought, I, thought they were, I thought he was going to make legs or something. Yeah, it's like earthquake proof. Yeah. He's, he's Crazy. making sure FedEx doesn't destroy it. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's a FedEx proof transport. We, we, we should add him design a the case for uh, uh, for uh, Tom. Tom. Yeah. His his VM play case. What kind of what kind of shocks were those? What was he using there? They look like bike school shocks. All right. Uh, who's uh, Dwayne? Can you throw that that uh, that screen up? He's got to close his uh, his other windows first. His, uh, oh, okay. his normal <laughs> browsing habit window. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, yeah. Lots of tabs. Yeah. Lots of tabs. Lots of tabs. Lots of tabs. Control double. Uh, if I have 32 gigs of system memory, if you can't have 47 tabs open. You're just wasting those gigs if you don't. Well, alright. Yay. And there we how, go. That's how big the X9 is. Okay, you can actually. Shrink it down to like, well, what was that? What half of the <laughs> the volume? So uh, well, Brian's already done that with the X1. He like cut it in half, and he made so, that uh, like Minecraft RTD tube. Right. So these are all cosmetic shocks, I'm guessing. No, they're mm -hmm. functional shocks. No, they're functional. This is floating. I mean, metal. for 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 shock proofing the case. I mean, it's it's <laughs> over it's overkill for the case, but they're actually meant for like mountain bikes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think he lives in California, so it's functional. This hill. <laughs> you might throw him down one. You never know. Yeah. So we got nice aluminum fabrication. He's going to do some uh, reservoir pump action happening there. Got to have two. Yeah. There's his corner mounts. Oh, you just saw him building. And it looks like he, he totally custom fabricated those. He's got looks like he has access to a pan break. Because those are some very nice bent corners. Uh if you if you scroll back, I think those were uh tube, uh channel tube that he drew out and cut. Keep going out there. I was talking about the body itself for the the pump housing. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh okay, I see what you're saying. 
Yeah, I don't think there's a machine on the planet that can actually bend like that. Yeah. Awesome with a 90 degree. <laughs> the law of deformation. Right. No, that, that was that was an impressive no. little bit of engineering you did there. It looks like it was a vice. He used a vice right here to to pinch him to get the pinch. Get the final. I didn't realize how big an X9 chassis was until Tom yep. had his come down. Yeah. And you can basically strap wheels in a and mount the damn thing. It's a short bus, almost. <laughs> okay, so now we're getting into ridiculous shock world. Well, I've never seen a mount done that way before. <laughs> That's why they have the internet. <laughs> is he going to mount the? Is he going to mount it inside? It's 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 rolling. It's, it's hard to see the, how much space there really is because you're not seeing the thing. Okay, oh, yeah, so yeah, he did four, one for each intersection. Well, I think he's got two cases. No, the the aluminum internal one is something he whipped together, I think, right? Yeah. Yes. No, but he's got two of the X9 cases. Mm. A lot of a lot of the guys are using two of the cases. As uh, what is he going to do with that one? Is that another system, or is he is he going to cannibalize that one? I guess that's going to be the main. That'll be the main guts. Or no, one. he. He was he was showing uh, the two pump housings inside that box earlier, so maybe that's going to be where he puts his water cooling. Let's see, or maybe no. It looks like he only has one case. Hmm. The mystery mm. surrounding the bod mod. That'll be interesting. Like you have like a, a phase change in the middle, like that, and then the the, the components are outside. To be hmm. to be fair, though. Brian's got a habit of uh, making people just wait in anticipation what he's going to do. Yeah. He's also working like on the, his uh, his AMD Nano mods at the same time too, so he's pretty busy. He's done. I think he's he, done with that one. He's done with that one. I think so. Yeah. Don't, yeah, don't forget about his treehouse. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's building a treehouse. You know, you've made it as an adult when you're building a treehouse. <laughs> I would do the same thing. Right. There's all those, those repressed childhood desires you have that just come seeping out. Yep. I still yep. build cardboard box boards. Some mom, people right? call those homes. <laughs> oh, let's bring us all down, Dwayne. <laughs> I've upgraded. Hey, I have a styrofoam pillow. So that's pretty interesting. Is that the extent of the progress he's made so far? Yeah, because he's showing. Uh, let's see. It's. Well, we can check where. Yeah, that's the last one. That's it. That's pretty cool. What he's got let's so see far. See what else has updated theirs. <laughs> I know Ron's got some crazy uh, dragon feet on his now. What? Something he crafted or something? Yeah, oh, Ron Lee Christensen. He's got that. Uh, he's going. It's like a. It's a steampunk theme. But it's it's also thrown in some aspects of like medieval. Mm. Yeah, using a clay and. Uh, I, and I think he said he's going Thailand. Yeah. It's more uh, like Tim Burton style steampunk. Uh, this, Wait, this is the guy who's doing the Johnny Thailand. Depp showing up for this. <laughs> <laughs> I think you would win just on that alone if you could do it. Yeah, if you can fit a, a computer inside of a human being, much less a celebrity, you've got it made. Wow. 
Anyways, this this tristellar case, the guy is doing some serious fabrication. He's cutting things apart. This is this is like a tristellar using the uh, thing using an X nine. So it's look at the chrome on those fan blades. I mean, that's paint that he laid down there, or at least a uh, a metalized spray. It looks like you can get chrome like that in a can, but you really gotta shop around for a good one. Right. You I mean, that's also, a straight up mirror shine. Yeah, also is something that you'd probably have to pull off on that one. So shiny, so chrome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, bet, nice. I bet you could get it at Newegg since it's listed there. Mm. The ring fans. I love those <laughs> ring fans. Unfortunately, you can't tell that it's chrome now that the fans are on. But I bet you it makes a really <laughs> neat shine, though, as that, line, as that light flips by. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, it reflects yeah. that thing better. Yeah. This thing is going to be so damn expensive to ship. <laughs> okay, lots of fans. Did they ship those 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 cases last season to Taiwan or? Yeah, I want to say they did because I know Nick said that. Uh, whoa. Yeah, Nick said that he did. Yeah, they're doing a lot more product photos this year than last year. About eighty percent of the the posts are, are sponsor posts, sponsor hardware. I can't. I don't blame them. I mean, if you oh, get Mr. Fancy Pants, I have a for paint gun. Oh, that's a nice. Oh one. yeah, he's using an HVLP gun, so he he's probably using that mirror chrome or something like that. Damn, that is a nice finish. Yep. You know, I'm surprised. Oh. I'm surprised the acetyl tops on those uh, not the pumps, but the CPU blocks take the paint so well. I know Mark has painted them before. They're, yeah, they're they're quite textured, and it, the annoying thing is that they're anno- they're annoying to clean once yes. once you have it for a while. Because I have the uh, the rampage board, the the, the Maximus Gene rather, and it's you can't get the dust out of there. <laughs> the he's texture. he's using spray chrome. Also has a uh, process that's similar to what this guy is using. It's a uh, two step. Okay. It's a two step spray process. Beautiful comes out. Like I mean, it is it is sprayable chrome paint. It is a metalized paint. Did y'all see you spray- his, mother- his motherboard tray? It's a reservoir. Oh, huh. that entire huge thing is a reservoir. Yeah. What? The uh, tray? No scroll. What do you have sitting in? Well, it's a reservoir and water distribution block. Why oh, would you talking on the top of the CPU? So if you look at you have to scroll closer down to the bottom for uh, what's it called? Uh, Jinkies. Oh, the base. The, the base. Uh, the that that clear chunk of acrylic is actually a oh, water yeah, distribution. Yeah. Wait a minute. Oh. Scroll. Scroll back yeah, up I mean, real quick. Those keys right there. Those are uh, those are Cyberdyne chips. Exactly. <laughs> those are Cyberdyne Terminator chips. Yeah, exactly. That's what they pull out of the back of his head in T two. Come on, if you want to live. Yeah, and that's, that, that's uh, a those were from uh, uh, what, what was it from? Um, I got I got one from Loot Crate here just two months ago. So is that intentional, or where? How does this come into the case mod exactly? Yeah. Well, that's probably his theme. I don't know why it's the title of his theme. So scroll faster. I want to see if this is a Terminator case. Now uh, the chrome would make sense because it's an endoskeleton. 
Ah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there we go. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh, we got excited. Man. That it's is like a big case. Halfway though. through the end of a book and you find out the pages are gone. That's the, that goes to a different thread. Yeah, yeah. I, got, I made the same mistake last time. Yeah. Although wow. the, uh, the French uh, Matthew Heredia already is almost done. Have you seen this? You can... Uh, okay, this guy. On an unrelated note, Wen had to leave due to severe Ebola infection or something. <laughs> he wasn't feeling well. We all hope he feels better soon. Yes, you better win. Our friend tells his kids if they don't behave, they're gonna get Ebola, and the reactions are amazing. He just shakes a, a test tube at him. You'll get Ebola. I'm trying to contain an outbreak. And you're driving the monkey to the airport. <laughs> okay, so we can get past all these other he's shots. All right? the way down, and he's got... Holy crap. He just needs the outer Ooh. panel thing. We get it. You painted your case white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got good designs. Uh, like that. Anything cool. else? It's, the one I'm really impressed with is uh, a Russian guy. Axum? <laughs> yeah, the guy with a CNC? I haven't. I, I, what's his update? Yeah. Okay, that one wasn't all that spectacular. So he's actually he's made a lot of the accent pieces for the mod at this point. Uh, he's, he's looks like he's finalized his water blocks because he's he's custom making his water blocks. Let's yeah, see what Ron Lee's CNC. doing. That's hot by Ron Lee's. Let's see what he's doing. Ooh, he's so hot! Wow, look what he's made. I've seen that somewhere before. <laughs> ah, okay. Interesting. Steampunk time machine. Okay. Go past all the advertisement. <laughs> One thing I learned from QuakeCon is that people actually don't really care that much about hardware. I always be telling them about like the process, and they'd be like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Right, make a move. Show make right? a move. <laughs> a bunch of, bunch of really nice Sculpey. Super Sculpey. Uh-oh. Don't yeah, Super Sculpey. He's going to be making something. That's about 100 bucks worth of clay there. <laughs> Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> Plastic Sculpey. Monopoly Super Sculpey money. Here's like 10 bucks a, a box. Oh, you assholes. Bucks here. Don't play less, play We're American government. assholes, all right. That, that's how you sculpt. Step one, take a lump of clay. Step two, make a make a foot. That's amazing. I thought I mean, it was a what did you use as, as, a, as a base? What do you use as a? Uh, I thought that was like a tree. A skeleton. Uh, so it's, a, it's one of the feet. One of the, one of the feet off of the off of the case. So then, oh, he's, uh, so then he's wrapping the leg around. Oh, so that's will actually attach there. Yeah, yeah. Right, so you can reattach ah. it. See, what I'm curious about is when that clay dries, it's going to shrink about 5%, and it's going to crack around that plastic, theoretically. So keep trolling, keep trolling. Super <laughs> <laughs> Sculpty is pretty good about not shrinking. Yeah, is that is that clay or is that Sculpty? Sculpty. So he mixed, oh. mixed Sculpty with the natural clay. I'm a dumb idiot. Oh, he mixed it, you think? 
Yeah, because uh, it's much better if you mix the... Uh, oh, look at back there. With, uh, See what that yeah, is I mean, back I, there? Yeah, conditioner. Pot. Clay conditioner. Uh, well, yeah, or like a pasta roller, right? Yeah, it's conditioned clay because when, yeah. you, when you layer clay, you have to layer it kind of uh, like small piece at a time or else there'll be like air in the middle. And then when you put it in a kill, it blows oh, up. Jesus, he's an artist. <laughs> wow, I'm learning a lot. Yeah. Please keep talking, because I'm actually planning on using some Sculpey on one of my next mods. Come on, Ron. What do you know about this stuff? You've been holding out on us. I, that, I, that's all I... And I went to a high school that uh, you, kind of, you don't have a schedule. You make your own schedule. And I was all I did was just hang out in art department. So. Uh, oh, crazy oh, stuff. I'm sorry about that short bus comment earlier then. <laughs> <laughs> I remember yeah. in art class, the first thing they always told us about clay is make sure you knead it out so you don't get air pockets. <clears throat> Three people, stuff would blow up in the kill. Yeah. So you'd have like little cool. grenades inside yeah, that would impact in yours. So this he seems to be doing like a... He's, like a horror uh, theme almost. No, he's doing the he's doing the the steampunk picture that you yeah. saw at the very beginning. Yeah, he's, yeah. Oh, that yeah. it's based like Tim Burton style. Yeah, he's uh, very biomechanical. Yeah, there's it's different there's different styles of biomechanical. Ah. He's got like an arc reactor going too. He reminds me of the guy who did um he inspired aliens. Uh, Geiger. Yeah, it reminds me of Geiger with all the tubes coming out of the scary face. Ah, looks like looks like tube face. Ron's actually done. He case. just did an aliens mod too. Yeah, he did an alien mod. Okay. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm what color is that? Is that gold or brown? It looks like kind of a copper patina bronze. Oh, I get because uh, steampunk bronze would make sense. Yeah. If you look at the the pictures with the eyeball thing, uh, he actually scored the polystyrene to look like wood. They put like <laughs> divots in it. So he crafts a lot of a lot of stuff from from scratch. Yeah, it's it's too bad Nick isn't here because I've been looking into uh, model making like railroad stuff. Those guys know how to make everything in a half with like a oh, yeah. hot glue gun and a couple of pieces of plastic. So that's yeah. that could very well be a model making technique. Yeah. So it looks like he's making the backdrop for this. Yeah, that's uh, the what was that material you guys suggested to me last time. Sorry. Polystyrene, high impact polystyrene. It's like ABS sheets or something. You have to make sure it's the, yeah, he, uses the high, he uses the high impact stuff, yeah, which is yeah. different from standard polystyrene. When it comes to sculpting, though, if you're if you're willing to take your time, you can use a lot of different materials. You just gotta research it first. Make sure wow. you don't use. I did learn don't use uh, regular styrene if you live in Texas. Oh. It, it kind of melts. Yeah. Same thing goes for a lot of 3D printed parts. The heat will just warp them and then ruin them. So like now we're in Iron Man territory. Yeah. Four hours in the car next to a window driving in Texas in the middle of summer was not the best of ideas. Yeah, there's, there's a harsh lesson of paint coming up on a similar topic. <laughs> wow. You mean the new, brand new segment in Modders Inc. about modding? <laughs> that has a new segment by Michael Kraft. Yep. I'm trying to build... I, I've built up like eight articles so far. My goal is to get 24 done by within two months. So be ready, everyone, to read my old articles. Dun-dun-dun! Cue music. 
All right. Well, it looks like the website's now responding. The Tristellar case we can talk about now as well. Uh, the Whetstone. Uh, it looks like. Uh, yeah. I don't know what's going on with that. Well, we just did move to a new server, so I think there's a little tweaks that I have to do into the how many connections are allowed. So we'll take. Louis, care I think of we've that. already gone through this this Tristellar case. Did we already go through the Whetstone? I don't think we went through the Whetstone. No, we didn't do it. On, uh, on air. Do it! Do it now! Do it! <laughs> Alright, you guys want me to share it out or somebody else got it? I think Dwayne has got There you go. There he is. Alright. Yeah, Triscale yeah, really makes me think of a kind of retro futuristic look to it, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah it's very Star Trek y. I'm telling you guys, yeah, man, this thing is prime for a Viper. Prime for a Viper. Battlestar Galactica. Oh, yeah. <gasps> oh, shit. You're yeah. right. <laughs> that would be the old, the old one, the old style. The first Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, believe it or not, there was one before the new one. So, yeah, right. like like everything yeah. nowadays, they always make something new from something old. It has to be dark days. and uh, not your, this is not your dad's Battlestar Galactica. Right. Darker right. and yeah. grittier. It's still based on the same teachings of Mormonism, yeah. but this is dark and grittier. These are uh, not your dad's Muppets. I think that what's most exciting for me about the Tristellar case is not the case itself, but the concept of separating all the components into three different right. sections. I mean, right, so, so they're using all uh, spacers or uh, those extender cables, right? right? So yeah. All he's doing is taking it apart. Yeah, so GamerStorm, if you're listening, I would love to make one of these into a Viper. Yeah. Well, we can Great. do a question. Anything. Yeah, baby. Anything. We'll do that, because I think we're planning on having our case mods. Uh, everyone have a case mod project, so I haven't assigned anything to do to uh, to uh, <laughs> to Craig yet, so I think that would be cool. <laughs> Give it to me as a weird snub to Craig, and I'll do it really badly. <laughs> Is that I? You know, I'm trying to figure out if you guys have time or whatever. We have like 90 days. 90 days. 90 Three days. Months. Yep. Or probably less. Okay, I'm trying to find something interesting. Okay, there we oh, go. There we go. The, there you go. Acrylic, which yeah, is I can see what you mean because it's like the wings are right there, and you can just mm -hmm. change the. Uh, although. Well, I always thought it would be like the, what is it the uh, uh, the Imperial transporter. That was the thing that Joe pointed out. Yeah, he's like, it could yeah. be, it could also be a transport as well. Yeah, because I've already got that planned in my head. The hard, the hard mm -hmm. part when you do the Viper will be where to put the motherboard. That will be, I guess. How yeah, does it get to that? Or be driving it though, Starbucks or Apollo? <laughs> Boomer. Oh yeah, can't leave him out. No. That would be no. racist. See, I've got, <laughs> <laughs> I've got, a, I've got an old. I think it's an A Data three hundred. I'm gonna have to look up that thing. It's a case that's got this massive center front. It was one of the first ones that came out that had a uh, uh, a larger than normal, you know, one twenty or one forty millimeter intake fan on the front. It has this huge scoop and. Custom plastic fabrication—it's—it's it's so enormously out of place, but it looks like the front leading nose of a viper. 
It's like I'm. I keep looking at the thing going. I'm gonna. I mean, I could take that case and this case, combine the two of them. And <laughs> was this? Is that aluminum? Was that like uh, how many millimeters? Is that it looks pretty thick. That looks pretty thick. That looks pretty thick. That's probably what eighth inch. Um. Yeah, I'm guessing the. Acrylic is probably eighth inch, and it looks like it's fairly close to that because he had it matching up earlier. Right. It actually looks pretty cool because the even See, so it kind of matches uh, up here, so it's probably close or just under that. And this guy really knows what he's doing because it's like those are huge, thick pieces. Mm -hmm. you, know? you don't get a second try with a lot of that nope. bending. Nope. Nope. Yeah, there's a lot of these. Uh, I think he, I think he's been in the LDLC file, which is the, the French uh, case modding. Mm-hmm. I've seen I've seen his work before, and he's very precise. Short videos so, of the doors. Oh, this is by Elaine Simpels, right? From France? Elaine uh, is ridiculous. All of his designs. Ooh, a package. <laughs> Figures you'd get you get focused on somebody's package. How do you do that? <laughs> Almost looks real. Tyrene out of that? That's some real fabrication skill. Don't, don't. I get easily distracted, guys. Sorry. Uh, Dwayne <laughs> ruining the podcast once again. Uh, He's adding his own special flavor. Don't ask I what wonder, that special flavor is. I wonder right. if I'm fired from McDonald's. I wonder if you yes. can offer uh, this for sale as well, kind of like the limited edition run with that, with that what they did with a Bill Owen one. Because they, they, they have that for, in production now. Yeah, good for Bill. Production, I think they made fifty. Bill Owen signature. So I don't know if, if this one takes off. It, I saw they. I saw they were offering it. Did they give a price point? For what? For the Bill Owen. Uh, the Bill Owen uh, one. That, that Bill Owen. Yeah. Price dollars. On a side note, just, uh, good for, good for you guys. In one of the things that four millimeter, that's an eighth of an inch. So that's all eighth of an inch thickness material. Eyeballs. Yes. I has them. <laughs> Because the regular tricell already is pretty expensive. Right? It's like five ninety nine, right? How much is it? I think it sounds about right. It might be a bit more if it's because they added like custom uh, air ducting and the rear that has a uh, custom oh. paint. Four hundred dollars on uh, Newegg right now, but they're sold out, so that may, may not be representative. They have been going pretty fast. Well, it's a cool. very unique case. I mean, that's it's, pretty damn cool. Look at that. Yeah, I like that. That'd be awesome if you could make that motorized. Make it the that's canopy. Make it the canopy of the Viper. Hard. Yeah, right there. there you go, Craig. I'm telling you, gamer store, give me one of these cases. He's already making it for you. <laughs> I'm making it right now, man. So it's already designed. So, Ron, do we have a theme yet? Because I'm thinking retrofuturism might, might be fitting. Oh, for what? For whatever the 90-day build is going to be. Oh, no, this is... I'm trying to get everyone to make something that, that you know, by the end of the year. We got we got a bank of, uh, of, of, review, of reviewers, of uh, modders here, so might as well, you know. Okay, so are you are you are you saying you want something to be like a, a year-end rush, like between now and uh, December? Well, hopefully something maybe you know they maybe uh, they can show it at CES or something because it's like a trade show thing. Yeah, for those of us that aren't going to be at CES. <laughs> 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 
Uh, I, I wish I we were going to be there. Yeah. Craig, just send the money. We'll gamble for you. I appreciate that. Yes. It's not uh, as yes. fun as it sounds. But then whenever you say you're going to Vegas and then you tell people it's for work, then, you know, nobody believes you. No, you're going but... going to Vegas for computers. I was going to say, you're going to the computer electronics show. Or the... Uh, consumer electronics show. Electronics show. How can you Showcase. not have fun at that, being an electronics geek? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's fun. I mean, but then you're, you're walking around and you're seeing stuff that's just like, oh, my God. Yeah, they have robot people It's outside. just walking around on the street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How much? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should we should wear a pedometer and then just, just measure how many steps we, we do. Well, if you have an iPhone, it has a pedometer now. Mm-hmm. I did not know this. Apple yep. products. Get out of town. <laughs> I'm on. I'm on Verizon. There's no good Android products on Verizon. Mm. Oh, I'm sure there's an Android nerd who will fight you right now. Put so your put your address like in the stream, and he'll be there shortly. I will. I will slap him with super glue. <laughs> you guys have like unlocked or whatever. I will kick him in the face with my fist. All right. So okay. Let's let's uh let's let's keep this going here for a second. Um, we were talking about uh. Oh, who's the, that guy? Whoa! These nerds. Yeah. There was supposed to be a third guy in that picture, but I think he was tired that day. They That's a lovely couple. So that was when you pass kidney stones, you're tired all the time. <laughs> Tell me about all the it, blood man. loss and the pain. You are talking, preach into the choir there, buddy. Well, the, the benefit <laughs> is I don't have the pain part, but the blood, the blood loss part is real. Yeah. Drink water, stupid uh, idiots. Last day to vote for this? I yeah, think today is the last day to tonight. vote. Yeah, well, tonight. I think you have so, a, I don't know if they did it by California time, so... Uh, California so, time just right for those who time. don't know what this is, what is this? Describe this to them. This is the like, Modders Inc. entry into the, uh, the Corsair case modding competition that they had. And Joe, please... Expand upon that because you and Nick were like relentless in regards to pinning down exactly what part of the Star Wars universe we were going to pull on this. Yeah, so we Nick had the idea to, I mean, the idea was mostly next for Star Wars, and uh, he's like, "No, we got to do Star Wars." Like, okay, I'm not going to argue. Just tell me what to do. But uh, we decided to go with an art trooper from, uh, I mean the. The Art Trooper is most seen in the, the animated series. You see him in the later series in like episode 2 and 3, but you don't really see too much about him until you see the animated series. And they're a playable character in the uh, Battlefront game series Nerd. where you can actually pick the different classics. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good to know your lore, sorry. Oh, yeah. I, I'm a giant nerd. <laughs> we all are. Animated, fucking... But... Computer yeah, we, uh, people. I, I kind of felt like our mod was a bit out of place. The other mods were very rustic looking. And then ours was just like white and red and uber clean condition. Yeah, they really, they really uh, went, they really went all, uh, went all out for their theme. We were like, we're, we'll do a nice, simple, clean mod, and then we see them. The other two were like, well, shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's it right there. That's ex- <laughs> that sums it up right there. It's like I was like I was so proud and so happy, and then I saw the other two, and I was just like, I think it looks I think it looks kick ass. There's been a lot of great comments. I actually have my phone linked up, so whenever whenever there's tweets. They come about Modern Inc. comes over, and one day I I had like 42 tweets, and they were all about the the, the Star Wars case. I mean, it, my phone was just sitting there going. I thought you guys were chatting again. That was going off. I mean, people are really digging this. It's mm-hmm. it's it's the look, mm-hmm. and it's the cleanliness. I mean, you know, believe me, I, I like I like doing the dirty mods because they're. They're kind of easy to do. Yes, they are. That's yeah, what I wanted to say. So when you when you can do this, what I what I so what you guys did different. I think, and I've and I've expressed my opinion before that anybody can can paint this and put a couple of water lines in there and you make it look clean. But there's so much other detail that's been put into this to make it. It's not that it's clean. It's just that it's right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's balanced. Yes, you've got the right colors. All the colors match. There's reasons, a purpose for certain colors, or what the logos, or where they're at, and what was sleeved, what wasn't sleeved, what's showing, what's not showing. It's everything has a purpose, and it looks like a computer, but it looks well, very clean, very sharp, and I don't know. I think it looks great. I think it does too. I think it looks great. I'm this this is the one that they're gonna give away, right, to the winner. Uh, they, yeah, the are, winner gets the to winner. pick one of the three. And it was awesome working with like DS mods, or I guess they're the mod dudes now. And then Ron and <laughs> yeah, they formed like a super group to, to build that uh, <laughs> to build that case. We're uh, just the, the Texas chapter. We had a great time building it. It was a lot of fun, and it, it worked really well. It, the great thing about the uh, the great thing about the build event, you know, seeing as Texas is such a large state, I mean, we we had to really make sure that we were communicating in regards to what paint we were going to use, and we actually got down to you know brand and name and paint number, and to make sure that what I was using up here was the same thing they were using down there. That's the same thing that he was using over there. And, you know, it's, you know, okay, what are you doing? Okay, well, what are you doing? Okay, well, I can use these. Is that going to work? And, you know, color matching everything. It was, it was, it was good as a, as a, as a distance modding opportunity. It was, it was, it was nice. It was effective and it was, uh, it was a great learning opportunity and experience to work with these guys. So, uh, the Joe. The sad thing is, as far as distance goes, we only covered about a third of Texas. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's true. Once you hit a certain level of mileage, it doesn't matter if it's ten or you know, or a fa- hundred or a thousand. It's you know, this is difficult. So, well, right. no, it, it matters whenever we're limited on time. We weren't <laughs> able. We were. We weren't able to all drive up and because I think Nick to Nick to Craig is eleven hours, and then me to Craig is four hours. Yeah, we would have had to like meet in Austin and in camp and find a garage or something like that. Find one of those hipster makerspaces. There you go. I know that Austin has a makerspace. Oh, yeah. well, welcome to Alvin, Texas. <laughs> we have five and a half acres, and you can make as much noise as you want. Yeah. Bring your pipe bombs, everybody. <laughs> so, He's I, not I do with believe... Us. Um, what's, 
we need a time check. Twenty minutes. Twenty awesome. minutes. Okay. Now would be a good time to probably switch over and start talking about uh, yes. that other thing. Right, right. So what? one of the things we've been debating and talking about amongst the group is uh, uh, outsourcing parts as well as those of you who manufacture custom parts, uh, ways to protect yourself. Um, uh, Joe manufactures uh, sleeving. He has his own company, um, and he takes care of many different people's requests as well as many different companies' requests. Michael, ding, over there. Michael uh, has lots of experience in regards to aftermarket and custom parts uh, in a different arena. It's, <laughs> it's, it's kind of similar to, uh, to case modding, but it's cosplay, but it's custom fabrication of those parts. So there's a lot of measuring and customization to that. So at this point in time, I'd actually like to just kind of turn it over to Joe and to Michael and uh, let them kind of school us in the ways of uh, custom business, if you will. This is an infomercial. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's um, no paid product play, placement on this one, we promise. Yeah. Um, I would just... There we go. And we got an amateur DJ over here. <laughs> Soundboard and all. DJ um, Dwayne. So, like Craig was saying, I do um I do a lot of three D printed stuff for uh, people who cosplay, and I don't really know what they use them for. I just make a lot of fake guns for them, and um, there's just a couple basic points, I guess, for advice to people buying is, oh, buying and selling is make all the deal killers clear as soon as possible. You know, if you're contacting someone, you have a hundred dollar budget. Tell them that because they may just be able to say, you know, sorry, I can't do this for anything lower than five hundred. Saves everyone a bunch of time. Also, for buyer and seller, uh, just get to the point as quickly as possible. Because I mean, the thing is, people want to get communicate as quickly as and efficiently as possible. Because it's like, you know, when when you're talking to people in person, you know, you can have a little back and forth. When you're online, people are kind of more to the point. So. I guess the point is just get the big deal killers out first and um, make your expectations extremely clear. Um, that that's the biggest point. Couple of points I have to imbue. <laughs> a very valuable input right there too, because a lot of people will beat around the bush, and I think some people will actually try and you know work the vendor and say, you know, oh, I'm going to draw them into this, and they're going to want to help me, and they're going to want to sell yeah. this to me at a at a cut rate just because they're going to be so honored to be a part of this pack. And it's like, no, no, I still exactly, have to make yeah. money. Yeah, yeah I've, uh, with my Etsy shop, people will message me, and they'll tell me what they plan on doing and this and that. And it, it's nice knowing what people plan on doing. It's interesting, but I don't... That's one of hundreds, probably thousands of messages I've read, so it doesn't set them apart, really. Like, I, I just look through the thing and I say, scattergun, paint it, okay, go. So, you know, I like hearing what people have to say, but at the same time, it doesn't make me view them as any different, you know? So that's an extremely right. good point. Right. And I think Joe's, uh, along the same lines of uh, custom... Uh, custom work and, and clarity. <laughs> yeah. Um, so mine's more the legal aspect of making sure everything is kind of whittled down to a T. You definitely want to have a terms of service. 
in a terms of service, you're going to say who you are. Um, you're going to say your requirements as a seller to the customer. So example for mine, uh, if someone says, hey, I need a six-inch cable. Actually, this was just done. Guy ordered a, I won't say who he is. He ordered a, he ordered a six-inch cable for me. I looked at it, I was like, man, this is really short. And it was a 24-pin. So I was like, this is really short for a 24-pin, even in a small form factor case. So I asked him, I was like, are you sure? This is a six-inch cable. And he's like, no, I'm sure, man. I, I measured six inches should be perfect. All right. Well, like any person, myself, when I do length, I do overall length. Uh, he asked me, do you count the connectors? I said, no, just take the wire from the component and measure to the other component. Don't add in the connectors. So what he did was, here we have our connectors. He measured the space in between the two connectors. And that came out to be six inches for him. So I was like, yeah, I've never met anyone that actually measured that way. I have a 12-foot wall. Let me measure the space in between the wall and see if I have something to cover it, <laughs> is what it led to. Well, in between he, he the two pieces. Right. So <laughs> he, he got into an argument with me about it, and he's like, well, this isn't what I needed, and I want you to make me a new one at your cost, and I'll pay for shipping. It's like, no, I have it in my terms of service that if you give me bad information and I make your cable to your spec, and what I like to do is I like to take pictures of all the cables before I send them out on a grid board. So it actually shows what the length is. Uh, I mean, once you add the connectors on, it, it doesn't end up being longer than the actual six inches he requested. But even then, it wasn't uh, what he wanted uh, based on information that he gave me that even though I could prove that the cable itself inside was six inches, because of the way he measured, it would have never been correct. So you want to make sure that there's something there that protects you because material loss isn't too bad, and usually that's not the major thing. It's time because if I have to remake that cable, that's taking away time from another customer. It also what takes about, away time uh, for me. And what about people who are on the other side? Like, say, if I want to buy custom cables, how would I know that a certain manufacturer is reputable, or what should I look for? What signs should I look for? to find out who is not reputable, stuff like that. So the community is very good about voicing their opinion about people. Um, you want to make sure that they have a face. Basically, you want a place that you can track them down. Now, one of the things I found out with this particular case, PayPal does not cover uh, custom goods. They flat out told me, like, if this guy opens a case and you can prove that this is custom work, we'll automatically shut out the case. And it's one of those things we cover mass-produced goods as far as, like, uh, imperfections and stuff on them. We'll cover that. But if you can prove this was, like, a one-of made just for that person, we just close the case. So what you're looking for is, do people know who this person is? Um, what are their rates like compared to other people? You, you want to shop around. I mean, I'm definitely more um, expensive than other people just because of the reputation I have. Um, versus some guy that's made, like, five cables, and he's, like, half my price, where I've made, like, over 200 cables, and I have my set price. Um, so you want to shop around. You want to see what people are saying about them. More importantly, you want to make sure that you can track this person down if things go south. Uh, when I mean south, PayPal will still honor your buyer protection if nothing's ever been shipped to you. So if, the, if you paid this guy, like, 500 bucks to make you a custom case or something, and then here comes, and make sure you check 
PayPal is very specific on different things, how many days you have to report it. If it's getting to, like, day 170 of 180, and you haven't heard anything, hopefully you've tried to contact them before then, make sure that you put in a claim with PayPal. Because PayPal is very deliberate. Once it's day 181, we can't help you. That's their terms of service to protect them. Right. And, I mean, the big thing is the way you can usually tell someone knows what they're talking about, look at the questions they're asking you as a customer. Uh, you want to make sure, I mean, like me with that guy, I asked him multiple times, are you sure this is the length you want? This is really short. And if they tell you, I mean, as a seller, if they're like, yes, that's what I want, make sure everything is in writing. I personally don't like talking on the phone. And it's not that I don't like speaking with people. I talk with people all the time. I'm in IT. That's part of my job. But you can't prove tech, or you can't prove speech. Versus you can prove an email, you can prove a text message, you can prove a Facebook message. As long as, as, long as it's hard evidence, that's what you want. So none of this, well, he told me on the phone business, well, do you have a recording? Well, no. It's like, well, it never happened. Yep. And it, I would... as much, it's, a, it's a giant pain, and sometimes you have to dig your feet in. I mean, you want to be nice to every customer. Did I want to make this guy a new cable? Yeah, but at the same time, I have to make sure I'm following my own terms of service as well. Because right. You can only be nice so many times before you start digging your company a hole. Right. And uh, Joe made a lot of really good points. I want to just uh, say two kind of follow-up ones. Uh, the first one is that uh, sometimes when you're talking, this is from the buyer's perspective, when you're talking to people, if they seem kind of off or they seem extremely fussy, you know, there's a thing called firing your your uh, your buyer or firing your firing your customer. Um, if you have more enough work, it may be worth kind of stepping away. Um, this varies a lot from profession to profession, but that's something that I have found where sometimes I'll run into people that just seem kind of make me feel a little uneasy. You uh, know, it's like you're never gonna make them happy, and they might end up trying to get something for free. Exactly. There was there was one person I I interacted with where I um. Actually, I'm going to stop this story because I guess you could reverse engineer who it was, but there are people who will be very fussy. There's some people who come in with my shop, at least. They'll say, I want X and Y. I'll say, here's the price for X and Y, and then it'll be sold. And there are other people where it'll be five different conversations back and forth. Those people, they're good customers, and I usually don't have a problem, but that's the kind of behavior where you, you sometimes got to look exactly at what you're saying, make sure you cross your T's and dot your I's, mm -hmm. you know. And the second point was from a, a buyer perspective. Um, Joe was saying, you know, how you were guys talking about how do you find someone that you can trust? Um, one big thing for pretty much anything you're buying ever is pictures. If you go to a website or you go to an Etsy or whatever, and you cannot find good solid pictures of exactly what you're buying, it's that's a bad sign. They may just have bad website design, but you got to find explicit explanation of what they're producing otherwise you'll be screwed like I was looking at uh, scanners earlier and I was looking at all the different pictures and I realized they're only showing certain pictures because that's only the thing that their scanner can do so you really got to think from kind of a outside, think outside the box think about what mm -hmm. they're showing you think about what they're not showing you and mm -hmm. and that applies to almost anything you ever buy yeah. so what's not being said exactly yeah, yeah. I say when you're looking at computer cases, and you can see the ones who are, who are just showing computer renders of the case versus the actual photos. 
Yeah. They're trying to hide the quality of, of, of the, the, the paint or the material. Exactly. And that's just... <laughs> That's something that I think you can apply to almost anything ever. Like if you're you're buying some some meat from a butcher and you you never see him cut the meat or something. Like wait, where where is this coming from? Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. One of the other things is make sure they're part of the community. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, even like so, uh, Michael's a, a prop maker. You can see Vulpin. Vulpin's one of the most respected people as far as prop making goes. And I've actually talked to the guy at a. I was at Matsuri Con last year in Houston, and the dude was super mellow, super chill. He talked to everyone. He acted like he was at your level. He didn't act like he was way above it. Mm-hmm. And another thing that you want to be careful of, which I've had to do, is so I'm in Texas from America. We use USD, the United States dollar. Make sure you put USD in your thing. And I, even though I put it, uh, I was talking to some guy in India, India uses the uh, the rupee. Rupee. I told him his his job was uh, $130, uh, $235. I got 235 rupees, which is like three bucks. Yeah, that's nothing. So I get this little message from PayPal, um, such and such sent you three bucks. It's like, hey guy, you're you're a little light there. And he's like, well, I sent the I sent the 230 or whatever it was um, rupees. I'm like, dude, that wouldn't even cover shipping. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a big thing working with international clients is um because I ship a lot of fake guns. I say you got to check all your local laws. If you whenever you can, if you can put the responsibility on someone else, that this sounds selfish, but really it's it's their job to make sure that it's legal in their area. That's something you should absolutely do. You know, make sure there's no import tax. This and that and the other thing because I can't go around. It's a lot harder for an American to look up UK laws than it is for a UK person to look up UK laws and. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely make sure you're, like what he was saying, um, you know, make sure you're very explicit whenever you can. And if possible, money up front. If you've built the reputation to ask for money up front, that's what I do. And I'm really lucky, fortunately, I have a lot of very mellow, very cool customers. Um, Actually, I will advise against that. Ooh. I always Ooh. have fight, money. Fight. For me, money is always up front. Right. Because when you're doing something custom, it's only for that person, especially with cables. I would literally have to find someone with that color scheme, that case, and that power supply. That's three different factors. Right. To be able no, that's to what I said. Right? If, if they dip and dodge. Um, so, I mean, honestly, or take a certain percent. Vulpin does a certain percentage on his. But if you, mm-hmm. like, I mean, flat out, because people are iffy. There's no question about that. No, I mean, so, I think. Hold on, I think. I think we're agreeing. I I might have misspoken because I'm a weirdo, but I, I'm. My intention was to state that you should get. They should pay you money, and then you start work on the on the product, right? Yeah, my my thing is always always get something, even if it's just to cover the cost of materials. Yeah, you want that at least. But yeah. the last thing you want is to go in the negative on a job. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely, yeah, that's the quote. To quote Lionel Hutz, no money down. <laughs> I think we're about rounding out on the time, and that I think a Simpsons reference is always a good way to to, to phase out. <laughs> I think that's a very very good point, Michael. All right, so uh, anybody got anything they want to wrap up with, or uh, Joe, you got any uh, Uncle Joe's funny stories, or um, you want to talk about no. Pokemon's? <laughs> I, I love Pokemon's. I, yeah. I have a feeling Pokemon Go might be bad in some areas. 
I stumbled into the ghetto and I caught a Mewtwo, but I also got <laughs> shot six times. Is that the uh, augmented reality game? Yeah, Pokemon that's the game? augmented reality one. Like, my first thought was, if I want to catch higher level Pokemon, I got to go to the ghetto. Well, it all depends on the you I got to face some obstacles in order to get to this, this legendary Pokemon. Hopefully oh, they, they, they sync things up, otherwise kids are going to be trying to wade into the ocean to catch up. Yeah, they're going to the zoo. On. I yeah. was on the Zapdos and I woke up in a crack kid's living room. <laughs> that's, that's, that's how you know the internet has ruined me. That's one of the first places my mind went was. It's like, it's oh, kids going to be in a crack that, kid's uh, living room. No, that's just the modern day. The modern day man is terrified of everything, especially if you got a, you know, cable news on. Oh, oh man, I don't know. I have, I have no idea where to go from that. I, just, I just don't. So we put it all the way to the bottom. Yeah, you got to bring it up. He's bringing it back to the political realm again. Yeah, yeah. full circle, everybody. Man. We're getting into Richard territory. Mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> make some really inflammatory comments to to make sure the YouTubers have something to talk about. Wow! Can you believe he said that? It must be all that super Louis sniffing. Uh. <laughs> all right, let, let's round it up with saying Modders Inc. Uh, officially endorses accelerant abuse, and then just you know close it out on that. <laughs> Technically, it's a solvent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put it in a rag. Hold it to your face, kids. <laughs> Huffing. It's good for you. Yeah, the rubber band, you know, just in case you pass out. You're so yeah. <laughs> Ron's been down this path of being too many times. Ron's our inhaling abuse I'm just, expert. I'm just trying to contribute as much as I can. I'm not a modder. Yeah, those, uh, those, those, those Canadian laws are a little bit more lax up there. Ron actually oh, yeah. just takes a can and just inserts it right there. The cops will help you if you have trouble with it. Just ask. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, You're doing it wrong, Ron. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> oh, shoot. Okay, guys. Well, um, I think this is going to wrap it up for the, the end of Modern Sync Modcast 37. And it's just been uh, all over the place. Yes, hopefully, they're all still watching the video at this point. Hopefully, they've all filled uh, the tab, so okay. we'll probably be okay. If you stayed this long, <laughs> what thing, uh, thank you very much. Yes, absolutely. Thank you very much for watching. Take care, guys. Yeah, take care. Uh, See you guys around. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.